I feel like that's similar. Like, you know, sometimes you're talking to like my mom. I love talking to her, but and but some for a little while we were like rebuilding our relationship, and then I'd be like, and I'd smoke right before we talk, and I'd be like. Tell me more about you, mom. And I'd be way more like, it would just, I, it helped. Like, I, and then I was like, yeah, my mom's funny. And like, she's, you know, and I was like, like appreciating it a little bit more. And then, uh, yeah. So thanks to weed, um, we have a better relationship. No, I don't know. have a little bit of cotton mouth because i just smoked a little bit oh i didn't smoke yet i mean i smoked earlier but not just again i didn't know that you are a regular smoker every day every I, get day? Quick. I smoke one and i call myself a one-hit wonder oh yeah that's like, how i am hit it once and i wonder why am i still friends with these people why is my heart <laughs> why is my heart beating so fast <laughs> I, I get paranoid quick you do? Yeah, when we were uh, when I did the Albany show and I saw you guys at Albany, and we I think we smoked, and then we were in that restaurant diner bar, and I had to run out. I was so high. <laughs> I was like, I need some fry offers. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, um, you never smoke and then go on stage? I do sometimes, but it just it's not the best idea. But once in a while, I just want to see what the fuck comes out. And then sometimes I'll be up there really high and I'm, you're, you overthink shit. So you're like, the lights on you. You're like, why didn't I just stay in the back of the room? Why did I come to the front? Why did I go in the middle of the room? And so that's once in a while, it doesn't go great. Usually it goes at least good. Maybe not great, but it'll go like, it'll, it'll be fun. Okay. But I bombed, I bombed stoned and it's pretty bad. Oh, wait, just, how know, do you know when you bomb? Is it just there's no laughs or when people are like, no. or like, yeah, I was gonna say that's a good question because I don't think people understand like a bomb does it, it, a bad set is separate than a bomb. You can have a bad set, like you're just not really laughing and they're like, but they like you, like, okay, well, thanks, yeah. comedian. But a bomb is like, they're like, get this guy or girl off. Like, oh, you know, man. like you're yeah. like, you know, you're, they're offended, you're, they don't like you. It, it could, it's, that's when you really bomb. That's um, what I wanted to bring you on for because, well, let me introduce you because I'm the ultimate hype girl, Jenny Blaze, and we got Alex Carabano. Did I say it right? You did. Say fucking less. Carabano. I like that you, that's like your um, tagline, right? Say less. Um, I mean, it's every 21-year-old, like, Puerto Rican girls tagline as well but I do jokingly <laughs> I use it I used to I started saying it as a joke like say less and then people would laugh and then I just couldn't stop saying it and now like even the cooks they say it in Spanish diga menos which means like really you know. oh my god yeah. I love that it's hilarious. um I have a less is more um candle that's like a thing in our okay. Bravo world so like it kind of ties it back together yeah but- <laughs> That's like the Tulum version, the like, you know, yoga retreat, like say less. Yeah. Less is yeah, more. Like, um, Lululemon yoga yes. pants. Yes. Um, Expensive. So right now you're in your restaurant, V Spot, right? And yeah, I'm in the back room. We have a little comedy club here that we built and we need to get it busy. It's been slow. 
Well, you have two spots, right? You got V Spot Brooklyn. That's your first restaurant. Yeah. And then you have a second location that you opened more recently. Is that is that in Manhattan? Yeah, that's the one where I'm at now. This one, the so we have a restaurant in the front. Looks very similar to a Brooklyn location, like a cute little restaurant. And then this one, you go through the hallway and then we have like this other hidden background. Awesome. I remember. (laughs) So it's been a while. You've been, you've had the V spot for a while. How long is it? Oh yeah. 16 years. 16. Wow. I remember when like you first opened and I still haven't gone over there yet. (laughs) Yeah. That is my family. I mean, I'm ju- I'm dying to drive to Brooklyn from Albany to get vegan food. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I know that, you're, that's the first place I'm like, on. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you wake up. I don't want bacon, egg, and cheese. I want to go all the way to Brooklyn and get a tofu scramble. No. <laughs> no, I actually, I do prefer to eat like that. So I love that you have a vegan restaurant now. And I mean, not now. You have for almost two decades now with know, your brother, but- right? Danny? Yeah. Yeah. And what's crazy is, so I started comedy years later and I would do it in the restaurant to practice and it was really ghetto and like, it was funny. And, but now my brother and, and the girl he's currently dating, his girlfriend, they, they've been doing comedy on the download for three years. Really? Oh my God. I yeah. love that. So are they yeah, good? Yeah. They're both funny. You know, that takes time to build all the minutes and, and everything, but they're both funny. And, and also like they're learning from a good point of view like i was learning like on my own and fucking bullshit ass shows and they're learning in like more club setting they're learning i like sometimes i can help give them pointers or they just learn on their own and they do little like it's it's cool so that i mean that's why i want to have you on because i want to hear about how you got started and like how does anyone get started really you said your your brother and his girlfriend are just so they just like got up one day well, so the, if you, yeah, they just went in the middle of the street and they're like, I'm a Canadian. <laughs> no, um, I'm a comedian. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people out there too. That's no. kind of weird, right? It's yeah, like saying no. I'm an artist or like I'm an influencer. <laughs> I hate when I'm introduced in the conversation. I'd rather they say the restaurant. Like, oh, he's got the, you know, he sells little fucking empanada. I don't like when they're like, say the comedian. And everybody's like, make me laugh. And I'm like, I'm tired. I don't care to make you laugh. Come to a show. Like, I don't. I just want to, you know, it's like a lot of pressure. But yeah. so the way you get started in comedy is, and it's how they met, you go to, you look for open mics mm-hmm. and you have to look for comedy open mics. Like I'm sure, and where are you now in Albany? Mm-hmm. Are you in Albany? So up there, there's some sort of open mic. It might be. I'm sure there's, Mer- Troy is like the new hipster, like, well, yeah. I mean, not new, but they have been turning into like the hipster area. I feel like they have probably a ton of open mics and, you know, down on like Lark Street and stuff. Yeah, open mics. So yeah, you pretty much start there because nobody's gonna just like put you on a stage. So you have to go amateur, and you pretty much have to pay like five dollars, ten dollars, and then they'll let you you... pay. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you pay. Comedy costs money. Comedy costs money over time because you think about the. Oh my gosh! I don't even know if I could even get up stage to like if. If someone paid me, I don't know if I could do it. It's so, yeah. aren't you nervous? Like that first time, especially. Oh, oh my God. I'm still, I still get nervous, but I mean, I'm much more comfortable now, but uh, yeah, it's very, I mean, I drank a six pack before I went on stage my first time I was, and I did that for like a year or two minimum. I drank every single time. I had no stage oh, presence. I mean, no stage like experience, but I would do like a little silly video. I, mean, I was always joking around, but like, 
it's different when you're on stage and um but yeah i mean it was crazy and you get like one chuckle and that one chuckle feels so good you're like i want to do it again yeah you know? and then you study like dopamine or, or is it serotonin um it's everything them, right? it's everything yeah you just feel good and you're also just happy because you're like making people la- like it, a lot of it's selfish you're like wow i'm funny and i did this but it's also like oh shoot like i might have made somebody's hour a little better or their day a little better mm-hmm. that that feels cool and now it's like that now i love telling jokes making people feel good and i love that i let out some of my therapy like some shit that i mm-hmm. i i say it in a joking way but it was annoying at the time like you know when like latin family members of mine would not want to try the vegan food it was super annoying because it's really good and now they tried and they love it and they realize they were in the wrong but right. when you turn it into a joke it's like a therapeutic way of like yeah it out, put out when i punch nobody yeah or that's punched. kind of how we got here because this podcast is kind of like therapy for me there you go. exactly that's great which and actually cool started it? it started that night that i saw you at funny bone because i was talking to prince ali comedy mm. and nice. i was just asking him about his how he started and i was like you know i don't think i'm like a comedian type of person mm. but like i love comedy and like i started my account bravo and blaze by making like memes like it's so mm. yeah stupid, but no it's cute it's good and, like, and you get to be i love it i love it and i feel like um i don't know there's some similarities like for there's a whole community of us, by the way, where we're Bravo fan accounts and like we post memes. We just are like, you know, we love them. We're huge fans. You know, we fangirl out and stuff. But sometimes we post things where like it might be controversial or people get upset or are triggered and we get hate or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's on social media. You're standing in front of people in real life. Do you ever get that kind of, do you get hecklers <laughs> i do I, I here's the thing comedy is so weird there's all these heckler videos now like comedian destroys heckler and uh, it's becoming like a thing which first of all is weird to me because i don't get heckled a lot yes it happens once in a while but like i don't know what's wrong with these comedians acts that they're getting heckled so often that they have like a youtube series of moments that they're, yeah <laughs> that they're like fighting with the crowd that's so weird but anyway but it happens. Some crowds are just shitty and sometimes it's not the comedian's fault. Um, I try to deal with it pretty chill. Like I don't really get mad or try like, I gotta play them. I gotta take them down. Yeah. I understand that the woman's probably the, like I've seen hecklers. It's like a divorced mother of three. She just, she got drunk. She was having a, a bad couple of years. She said <laughs> one wrong here. thing to the comedian. You know, she says, well, and now the guy flips on her. It's like, you didn't destroy her. She was already destroyed. And like, Aww. give her, give her a break though. But like, why are you guys yeah. like, they're, these people are not even, some of them are just drunk and they're going through something and you're the comedian to make them laugh. I'm not saying that we should get abused, but I think comedians overreact sometimes. And it sucks when people heckle you, but I think I try to like, I try to smooth it out. I try to make it fun. And some yeah. people are obnoxious, but also like, I don't say anything too controversial. I don't know. I don't really have political humor. So I thankfully don't get, I don't really get anybody bothering me too much. Well, that's good. I mean, I wanted to get you on this week because this week, I'm sure you know, I think everyone knows that during the Oscars, Will Smith went up and slapped Chris Rock in the face. 
And there's still some information coming out. Um, uh, I don't know if this is true, but allegedly he was asked to leave. Will Smith was asked to leave and he refused. But then somebody said that may not necessarily be true. So I don't really know what the truth is, but I did want to ask you, I mean, what are your thoughts on that whole situation? Because Chris Rock is a comedian. Will Smith actually, I think, has done comedy before. Yeah, he's he's funny. He's also been, he's like a musician. So he's done concerts. Like you see, you know, um, musicians, they have bodyguards and stuff. Like if someone Mm -hmm. tries to run up on the stage, they get escorted out before they even, you know, make it up there. So I'm just wondering what your thoughts are as a comedian. I mean, I I understand the whole, like, that's his girl. He's a man. And, but like, it wasn't like in the parking lot of like home Depot and some guy like grabbed her ass and you're like, yo, what the fuck, bro? Like you go, you handle that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, but you know what I mean? Somewhere like, cause that's like a back alley. That's like something you do in the street or something. Like I think he, I think number one, he like you're trying to say is that he's an entertainer himself. So you understand. Also, it's known that at the wards, people will get a little roast here and there. I just find yeah, it like what? Sorry, I he don't didn't say anything to too crazy. I, I mean, he didn't say anything too crazy. I just think Will should have pulled him to the side after and been like, "Yo, man, like checked him then. Like, hey, listen, yeah. what was that about? You, you know, I don't like that. Don't do that again. You know, I think that would have been a. And then if they got to escalate into violence backstage, that sucks. But but at least he to go in there. You know, he also took a cheap shot. He didn't even like there was no preparation. That, so that's also like a really weak move to like come up there and pretend you're about to maybe do something funny or comment. And then boom, that's like, come on. Like that was really corny, low blow national television. Yeah. Um, I also, part of me thinks it's fake. A little part of me is like, was that even real? Maybe. Chris Rock's now he's going on tour now with Kevin Rock. Yeah. Chris, I mean, Kevin. yeah, I mean, I was probably going to sell out anyway, but I'm sure it sold out a lot quicker and it guaranteed that sellout. Cause now we want to hear what Chris Rock has to say, because yeah. he's not going to say it in front of Will. Also, I know that if it was a bigger crazier guy up there who said that there's no way will would have ran up on the stage like that you know i've seen the memes where they show if it was the rock instead of chris rock he wouldn't he wouldn't have done that or what if that was kanye who ran up there and slapped oh well he uh, he would have came with a machete if it was pete davidson but yeah um i don't even know no i mean even if it was just kanye who went up there i mean i feel like they would have arrested kanye but oh you mean yeah yeah. oh yeah because you know what i mean the difference the difference between yeah yeah, like if it was anybody else would yeah will is loved by everybody i know everybody i'm still in shock by it so like what would you have done if you were chris rock in that moment, if you were Chris Rock, I mean, I would have like thrown a forward kick so he wouldn't even got close to me. Like I won't, I don't like swing crazy, but I would have done like a, like a backup kick. You know, like I've had to happen to me in, in the like you know, and I just I can't really show it, but you do like like get it like a pushed kick away from him. I, I would have, or I would have at least back. The thing is, it's hard to tell because it's it's such a cheap shot because on national television and on this big show, international show, I don't think Chris Rock would ever think he was going to swing on him. He might have yeah. even jokingly grabbed him or like grabbed him funny. Like, hey, man, you know, yeah, put it in a funny... Yeah, he with his hands behind his back and like with his yeah. face out and he just slapped him. But um, what would you have done if you were, if that happened to you in your, like, in a club? Not at the uh, Academy Awards. I would have definitely 
been ready to defend myself a little better, but I probably wouldn't have expected it. I would have thought that whoever's coming up is like joking, but I, I would have just more ready to defend myself. And then I would be like, yo, like you guys got to throw this guy out or something. You know, obviously I would have been like, or this, the place would have got the person thrown out. But um, yeah, I would have definitely, or like if he turned around, I would, I don't know. It depends. Cause I never really get angry, but when I do, I get very angry. So I would have like, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. Do you think going forward, performers, um, comedians particularly, do they need to like be more careful? I do. I do think this now shows that like, I think now that comedians try to get a little funny with somebody in the audience, I think they're more likely to get up now and like, what? You know, like, I think Will just, you know, and then because he didn't get punished either. People are drunk. They're going to be like, I'm going to Will Smith you. You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like it. So I think, I think it was bad that it happened in that sense. Yeah. Again, though, I don't know why these comedians. You know, if you're in the crowd, that's why I don't. I don't see the point of roasting somebody in the crowd. I mean, for the fact that it's yeah, it's funny. You make fun of them, but why? They came there to support you, unless they totally, unless they like, you know, know, unless they like started with you and it was over and over. Then you're just like, let me shut them down. But yeah, this is weird. I don't know. It's weird. I think I part of me thinks it's fake. Like I said, I don't even know if, it's, if that really happened. Like, Feels like a fever dream. Yeah. Did it happen? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So what? Um, what are you looking forward to? What are you working on right now? Do you have any upcoming projects? Um, not really. I mean, this place is the project. Like we have this comedy club. It's like the thing is, it's I'm I'm trying to hustle my own gigs. I'm trying. I just came back from Miami. I'm traveling around. I have gigs here and there. And I'm not like a producer booker. I'm more of the guy who shows up and tries to make them laugh. What is a producer booker? So like a producer is the person who finds the venue and finds the comedians and, and, you know, and works out a deal with the place. Hey, I got five comics. I got a host. Um, A booker is very similar, but they don't really find the venue as much. It's kind of like the people who really create the show sort of like an art gallery there's a, there's there's the the artist and then there's the curator mm-hmm. the curator is like the producer booker kind of person gotcha. and then the the artists are just the comedians so it's weird because i'm just the comedian but i, I have because i have the restaurant we built this i'm kind of like this producer booker it sucks because people hit you up <laughs> for messages and like let me get on your show and i'm like oh leave me alone so i oh. basically i basically find producers to produce their show here and do, do all, like do all that shit. I'll give you the venue. I'll help you set up. I'll jump on stage. But like, can you guys deal with the annoying comedian? I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. you need some help. You need a an assistant, an intern. Yes, that's what we do need. If anybody's listening, intern, come, 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 come. We'll give you free food. Yeah, I always tell um, all my guests if you need an intern, this is your chance. Here's nice. Your <laughs> We really do. And I will get hooked. Up. I mean, some places don't pay and like, fine, we can't really pay because we're not making, but like, I'll hook them up with food, good times. We'll smoke so a doobie. If I, I would totally do that if I was close by, but I can't. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. If I know anyone, I'll let you know. But um, <laughs> so what, Um, we didn't even mention your HBO Latino special. And that was like surreal for me because I've known you since I was in high school. And to see you up on HBO, I was like, oh my gosh, I almost crazy. Like, had a little tear. Oh, thank you. It was fun. It was fun. It was really cool because it's it's now like 
forever on HBO Max in their comedy yeah. section. So it's like, oh shit, like I could stop comedy today and at least I have like a thing, you know? Yes, it's, I love it. And it's it. cool with HBO is really, really, it, it was fun. It was really cool. It's definitely different to do comedy in Hollywood, in a studio, on camera. It's a little different, but um, but it was a great experience, really fun. And uh, yeah, I'm just so I'm grateful. I can't believe it happened. Like, but I worked hard. I was like working on a lot of material, and it was like a contest I won with another comedian. And you know, we both they picked two people of like a bunch of Latin comedians to do comedy in English. And uh, I was ready. It was I was prepared. So the live show went amazing. And then, thank you. Well, we did the competition first. That one went phenomenal because I was in New York. The other one was in LA, and it's a little different. A little different crowd. You're dealing with like audio but it was still awesome and it's still i'm still very happy with the with the outcome but it was great great. so would you ever do anything else related or like you know adjacent to comedy like acting some comedians they do acting or i'm not what else i'm not yeah i'm more into that like i would love to maybe like i guess something i could see being fun with hosting like a travel food channel but maybe vegan shit since i am doing the vegan diet and i can be kind of funny and do and i'm good with people in new york i meet people from indonesia from france from belgium so i'm i know how to like deal with people well so i think it'd be cool go to brussels and find out if they have good brussels sprouts you know for (laughs) vegans i don't know that would be really cool i would definitely watch that i'm manifesting that for you i'm putting that out there manifest it manifesting your vibe is your tribe i i like to visualize and throw good vibes out there for people even if it's It's just a placebo i'm like whatever no no it's good i'm I'm teasing i just love hearing that i hear i'm I'm part of the tuluminati but um no i uh it's good you gotta manifest but by the way oh yeah people go to tulum if they're extra, I'm part of the Illuminati. I go to manifest festivals, <laughs> but um, I'm making that up. But uh, <laughs> no, I know I, it's good. It's good. I appreciate it. But that's something I can see something like that. I'd like to do. I, I see a lot of comedians that I, even comedians I, I started with. They're on TV. They're in these places, but they're like these slaves to comedy and to networks. And like, yeah, they're having fun, but I can see they're not, they're not happier than me by any means. They're like, and they're also just there now. They're always like, I can't have like a deep conversation with them because they're so used to just, I got to be funny. I got to be funny. I got to get on this. I got to take this audition. And it's yeah. like, I'm not, I don't know if I want to. Too much. I don't, yeah. I don't think I could. I'm, if the, if someday something like the travel thing, that would be fun. The food network, I would, I would bust my ass for that, but not to like be a host on MTV too. And, or like, even like, and I, and the show seems great. <laughs> you know like whatever it is comedy central's uh 10 things guys hate when women do and like i don't care to do that you know be like one of those i don't i'm fine i don't, yeah, I don't need a little what you love yeah and i don't need like a, a one line and like a best buy commercial like i'm fine <laughs> unless the money's huge but you know what i mean like i see comedians posting that i'm very happy with them i'm not hating i'm just like you put in a lot of work for that one line and I, it's like yeah. you know me auditions they go on it's scary I don't know if I can get rejected that much. So you don't go on any auditions ever? That's just not your thing? No. Uh, once in a while, comedically, like the HBO thing, that's how I got that. I went on, I auditioned and then I went. To, so that was worth it. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. But I also, I knew somebody. So it was a little bit easier to, to, to get my, like my audition in there. 
I should do it more in the future when I'm ready. You know, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe one day I'll try. It looks cool. I mean, the money is what looks fucking cool. Yeah, I like money. The, yeah, but then I'm also like, the more, <laughs> more money, more problems. So I'm kind of like. That's true. That's true. <laughs> also, like, you know, you got to hustle a whole different realm. And I'm like, already, comedy's already tough. We'll see. I like to, I don't know, push myself and learn new things. So that's why I'm here. No, this is great. Listen, everybody <laughs> has to like be creative. You know what I mean? You have an outlet. Also, it's fun. You're doing it. You're giving back. Like people are listening. Like <laughs> this is great. What if you didn't have this? That would like, you're going to keep building this too. Like you're going to be so grateful. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, I want to like look back and I mean, cause you can't just, a lot of people, I feel like they expect to just go on stage and do a perfect set their first exactly. time they ever do comedy. And it's like, is it, it's the same with podcasting or video podcasting. You're not going to have your number one hit with your first video that you put out. How are you right. going to get there? The only way to do it is to keep doing it. And yeah. I feel like that's kind of like what open mic would be, you know, the equivalent exactly. of comedy. So I, someday said- I do want to try stand up one time in my life, but it would only be like maybe like one minute. <laughs> no, you could do it. Listen, and then and I'd one, have to prepare like- for months. But it's I know you have like eight pages. Uh, <laughs> But like, but the thing is that one minute you you're gonna feel so good. You're it's like karaoke. You're gonna want to do like I ten do. more. Yeah, yeah. I I am one of those. I just love a mic. I uh, love a mic. No, you're gonna love it. You don't get it. Like, we have two open mics here. I don't produce them. Nobody hit me up. I can send you the producer's name though. But um, yes, whatever uh, links you want to send me, I'll put it all in my episode description. So we have like two people have open mics here. Like it's, and it's pretty amateur. There's anywhere that somebody who's first time to somebody who's been doing a year, two years, two years to the point where somebody the other day, they had a guy that he'd been doing it like 15 years. He was here. Um, my point is it's like, you just got to get up and do it. Yeah. You'll probably absolutely love it. But what's good, this is a good way to, to like start getting in the entertainment field though. Like, you know, you have a podcast, yeah. maybe you'll, maybe you'll do stand up, maybe not, but like, I think you're doing it right. You have to just build it. It's all about consistency, being reliable. And, you know, you got to, you know, you got to give, you got to give some, some bangers, some funny content, but. Bangers. That's one of my, you know, what am I going to do all day? Smoke weed and make some bangers. Make some bangers. (laughs) But uh, wait, so have you ever had any like big comedians come in and do Uh, open mic or anything? Have you invited any? We've had, uh, in the comedy world they're big i don't i mean it's, i'm not chris rock nationally big but like well mark norman is very well known mark he's norman. been on here yeah if you, uh, whoever's listening they probably heard of him mark norman um roy woods jr who's on the daily show very funny jessica kierzen she's pretty much the funniest woman in america um she's just like oh and she's real silly she's like a like a female jim carrey oh really um, i love jim yeah Carrey. In the stand-up world, if people are listening, then they definitely know these people. But um, I'm trying to think. Tony Woods, that's Dave Chappelle's mentor. Um, oh. He's been here. Because I got cool with him through a friend, Will Vince, And it was a crazy story. I performed in Seychelles, which is an African island. It was for the prince. It was crazy. I had what? to open for this guy. Yeah, I had to open for this guy, Tony Woods. That's so insane. cool. <laughs> yeah and i got i got paid a lovely 
and uh, they put us Wait, on this amazing where resort. Did you stay? Yeah, what and was, some like... resort on the coast of Africa. It was amazing. It was like a tropical island. Uh, yeah, look at Seychelles. It's like it's it's a little. It's not Madagascar. There's on the other side of Seychelles. Really cool oh people. How was... they find you? That's just, that's the weird part. I was definitely not ready for the gig, but I knew this guy Will Sylvins, who's like a, a a comedy seller, like a veteran killer. He knows everybody, Chris Rock, everybody, and he just calls me up and he's like, yo, you got a passport? I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, uh, can you go to Africa on Sunday or whatever day it was? And I'm like, what? And like, on stage, like she... is this Jeff Epstein type of shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, exactly. <laughs> Who's going to be there? No, I was just like, <laughs> what am I'm I like, supposed what? to wear? Yeah. yeah. No, but I was like, what? And like on stage, he's really funny, outgoing. And with, his, you know, obviously people he knows really well, but your typical conversation with him, it's, he's not this, he's more chill. He's like kind of serious. And uh, I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, Africa. He's like getting annoyed of us. And I'm like, uh, okay, I'll call you right back. And then I like find out in the restaurant. I'm like, yo, can I, I'm going to be gone for going back. I send him, he's like, send me some clip of your set. I sent him my French rap bit at the time. That was like all I really had. And I knew like internationally they would know French rap. So I was like, let right. me send him this. And then they approved me right there. And then next thing you know, I'm on like a United Emirates, amazing flight. It has like three floors. They had, yeah. they didn't, they didn't just have vegan meals or like they had like octo, you know, vegan, like very specific. They had a controller like for the TV in front of you to play video games. Like it was so cool. Oh my and I was, gosh. I was like, I am not this funny, but I wasn't going to say no. And I just went and I had to do 30 minutes. We couldn't, they're like, this is for the prince. He's going to be in the back. You do not look at him. You do not reference anything. Don't say anything religious. Just do your act. And then we're asking, like, well, what kind of people are going to be in the audience? Like, is it locals? They're like, it's his, his entourage or whatever. So we're like, it's like we don't him know and his bodyguards. <laughs> no. So, so the whole time it's like, we don't even get to meet him. Nothing. The place is unbelievable. It looks like a, like a, like a, like a hip hop video. It's like his little private, his like little private entertainment place. And it's incredible. It looks like any club in the meatpacking district. And, um, finally whatever we're backstage drinking and then i hear them go all right guys they just finished eating dinner they bring them in and they're like all right coming from brooklyn new york alex let me say my last name and then the curtains open and it's all women dressed up i mean not all women but predominantly foreign they grow up from france romania this that all over and they're all like just and i guess that's like his entourage and there's a couple guys there this sounds so sketchy now it was so sketchy yeah it was you know this guy's a trillionaire whatever and uh, but it was fun because i like i'm comfortable making women laugh just being silly i get like more silly and goofy and like they and and it went really well thank god um i'd love to do it again because i'm a much stronger comedian but it was just amazing and then next thing you know they were throwing us out and sending us back to McDougal Street in Manhattan with all the freaking crackheads. <laughs> with all the chicken wings on the floor, crackheads, and oh my god, that's insane! Dollar pizza. Wow, yeah, you kind of lived like like a sugar baby life for a minute. <laughs> that was yeah, that was the best, most crazy gig I ever did, and uh, I also paid well. It was just so cool, and I'll never forget that. But so Tony Woods, long story short, he's a uh, <laughs> He's Dave Chappelle's mentor, really cool guy, and uh, he's been on that stage. That's awesome. So where can everyone find you and your restaurants? Do you want to plug everything? Sure. Uh, my restaurant is called V-Spot. Ladies, help the fellas find it. <laughs> and um, 
And no, uh, V Spot. We're in Park Slope, Brooklyn, one five six Fifth Avenue, very close to the Barclays Center, close to Prospect Park. And then here we are in the East Village, St. Mark's, Crazy Street, um, twelve St. Mark's Place, V Spot Express in the back, St. Mark's Comedy Club, and um, yeah, I'm Alex Caravano, Caravano, Alexis Humberto Caravano. And, uh, and yeah. we can find you on Instagram. Yeah, most I think I'm most active on Instagram. I do have a TikTok, which is doing pretty good, but um, I do stories and I post little things around my day with the restaurant and comedy and little stupid memes on my Instagram stories, Alex Carabano. I'll definitely put the link in my episode description. Real quick, um, St. Mark's, is that the same place where Broad City took place? You know that show with Alana... Glee. I, I know the I know the show. I, I'm so bad. Like I I haven't seen that show. I don't I haven't seen you the show, but I've seen I, it. Oh my god, they're amazing. They'll know, talk about ch- comedy. These yeah. two chicks are amazing. I like her. I I've seen her. She's funny. I've seen like I've definitely seen clips of her uh in the show. Cause you know, you'll be like, there's like somebody will share a clip of something and it's yeah. it looked fun. I just don't I don't know what's wrong with me. It's not a bad thing. I just don't <laughs> watch, don't watch shows. I don't oh, watch yeah, no, I was just ask shows. You. I mean, I, I assumed you don't watch Bravo TV. Like I don't at all. Yeah. You know what I, I watch YouTube, like old Bob Ross paint videos. I watch blackhead popping videos on TikTok. Like I don't really I spend hours on that, but I don't You're really. basically like a Gen Z. Yeah. That's what my tween does. I follow so many animals on TikTok. It's pathetic. My friends are following <laughs> strippers and I'm following schnauzers. I'm like, look, they're cute. I don't know. <laughs> well, thank oh, you yeah. so much, Alex. Thanks for being thank on the you. show. Um, oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Jenny Blaze. Yay.